0: Kia ora and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Exit Trials football podcast, the home of alternative football. In this episode, I was joined by my good mate, Lyle Stewart, aka the Perth Gooner. Now residing in the UK, Lyle talks about his recent home and away trips with the Arsenal. We also discuss some international football and we find out whether Lyle is Emery in or Emery out. Hope you enjoy the pod. Welcome back guys and girls, it's uh, Tuesday the 26th of November, 8 12 pm uh, it's been a stunning day here in Auckland, New Zealand, 23 degrees outside, beautiful day, summer is on its way but enough about the weather forecast, I'm pleased to be joined by my good mate, all the way from the UK, Mr Lyle Stewart,
1: how's it going mate? Hello Edzy, how are you, mate? You had to rub it in with the weather, didn't you? That's a um, that's a low blow, mate. That's a that's a bit that's a big low blow. So um, it's uh, at the moment uh, eight degrees with a forecast of rain, rain and lots of rain in sunny UK, <laughs> uh, mate. Sorry for uh,
0: dragging you out of bed. Um, what's it there? What seven? 12 a.m. Yeah,
1: yes, it's, it's a, yeah, you are literally on the other side of the world. I think you could <laughs> not get further away from the UK even being in New Zealand. Um, no, it's seven, it's 12 past seven over here in the morning and it is pitch black outside. Um, don't even know if I'll see any sun today, actually. It's, uh, it's one of those where I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking out my window and all I can see is just utter darkness. <laughs>
0: um, what's happened, mate? Um, in the intro, I obviously refer to you as the Perth Gunner,
1: but uh, you're no longer in Perth. Um, where where are you right now? I I have a lot. I have a lot. So uh, I think I've been everywhere in the space of the last month. So no, I'm currently in in Birmingham with work. Um, so I, I've relocated back to the UK uh, with work. So yeah, I'm I'm currently in in Birmingham, but um, yeah, I've been I've been I've been everywhere in the last month or so. Uh, Glasgow. Uh, London, Liverpool, Leicester. Um yeah, it's, it's been a, a Newcastle. Uh, I've literally been I feel like I've been everywhere in the UK. Um so it's been a, the only place I haven't been is Wales, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> um
0: let's get into it mate. Um back again uh, in the UK. You've you've not messed about have you? You you've definitely gone to some games. I'm I'm a bit envious of you because you you've been Arsenal away home and away, sorry. Um let, let, let's talk about the Arsenal first then so um, particularly uh, Anfield away in the league Cup.
1: Yeah yeah so obviously it was one of those where um, it was my I got back into the UK on the Monday and it was one of those where the stars aligned um, because I wasn't working that week so I had the week off work and um we obviously drew Liverpool in the cup uh, in Anfield, um, which was on the Wednesday night. Um, and it was one of those where uh, a lot of my my lads were going up for it. So um, we decided we were going to uh, give it a crack. So, um, yeah, we went up to Anfield on the Wednesday. We got in there probably about three, four o'clock and then we were straight on the source. Um, absolutely brilliant, mate. Um, I can't speak highly enough of the Scousers. We had an awesome time up in Liverpool Um Uh, So, yeah, the game was a bit disappointing, if I'm brutally honest with you. Um, It was one of those where, uh, you know... uh I may have been uh, slightly inebriated, but uh, I, at one stage we were we were four um, we two up in the second half, and I thought to myself, you know, this has got to be it. Um, you know, we're going to win away, at Am- we're going we're going to win away at Anfield. Um, but it was an incredible game of football, and I think to be honest with you, um, a lot of people give the uh, you know Carabao Cup, Capital One Cup, Carling Cup, Worthington Cup. Mickey Mouse Cup, whatever you want to call it, stick. But um, it's a fantastic competition um, to see the youngsters play. And it's probably been my favourite game um, since I've been back because it was fantastic because both sides, obviously Liverpool playing the kids, Arsenal playing the kids. And um, yeah, it was, it was just a fantastic day out, supporting the Arsenal. How many games have you been back to, mate? Because um, they haven't been kind, have they, the Arsenal? <laughs> no, 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 no. So... Uh, I actually haven't seen Arsenal... The Arsenal <laughs> men team have not won since I've been back, which is um, slightly slightly worrying because I'm now getting concerned whether it's them or whether it's me. So, uh, yeah, yeah, this is not, not good. So, obviously... Um, we lost at Anfield, which was disappointing. But I mean, to be fair, um, you know, it was an incredible game of football. What five five, five and then um, to lose on to lose on penalties. So I mean, look, I mean that's football. Um, I think great experience for our for our young kids. Um, and, and I mean, it's one of those where you know credit credit to the Arsenal fans. I mean, a lot of people don't see this and realise it. Um, you know, we took seven thousand fans up on a Wednesday night with no return trains home. Um, sold out our allocation, um, which is yeah. Bit of an effort, but yeah, no, so uh, lost at Anfield, uh, and then uh, we went, it was Wolves at home after that, which we drew 1-1, we then, I I didn't go to this game, we then went out to Europe, um, and we played uh, in, I think it was in Portugal, Um, I think it was Vitoria, which we drew, um we then came back and went up to Leicester and we drew that one I was out of that game it was pissing down with the rain so we lost we lost to Leicester uh, lost 2-0 at Leicester um and then we had the game last week um which we drew uh, so it's not been it's not been good it's not been good at all <laughs> That's
0: quite funny mate because um when you um left to live in Australia all those years ago Arsenal at the top of their you know, peak of their powers, um, winning Premier Leagues and then the big drought happened. <laughs> now that now that you move back, uh the prodigal sons returned and um
1: well the results haven't changed have they? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, it's um, it's one of those where I think um, we're we're a long way off anything at the moment, so it's um, it's a bit dis- it's a bit disappointing um, if I'm honest with you, because it's one of those where obviously we thought that uh, Emery coming in was gonna gonna turn it all around but um, you know, it's not happened, and it was one of those where um, where where I'm sit, where I sit in the ground in the North Bank lower, which is where a lot of our you know diehard core cool supporters, you know, people were chanting Emery out um, probably around the 80th minute um of the. Uh, of the game uh, against Southampton, so you know it's it's not good signs. Um, so the board need to act quickly, otherwise I think it's going to get uh, get a lot worse.
0: Um, I know we're seven minutes in, mate, but I'm going to ask you: Emery in or Emery out?
1: Uh, do, do you know what? It's I think it's a very simple equation, um, and I, I must admit. Um, I think Arsenal fans especially Arsenal fan TV are an absolute disgrace. Um mm. I had a massive go at them on my way outside the grounds. Um you know they are a, an embarrassment to the club mm. and um you know not that Robbie or, or any of them are probably listening to this podcast if if they had any sense they would shut down the channel <laughs> immediately because what they are doing is they are over over dram, dramat, drama, was it over dramat, drama, uh, what's the word I dramatizing speak, probably um yeah, they're over dramatizing yeah. everything, right? Yeah, um, it's very it's very simple, right? So um, in football, as a manager, sometimes you get it right, sometimes you get it wrong. Emery's come into Arsenal, he's given it a hundred percent, and unfortunately, it's just not worked for him. Um, you know, you we're playing five at the back against Southampton at home, which this is a team which is 18th in the league or 17th in the league. They got belted by Leicester, uh, some stupid amount, eight nil, nine nil, whatever it was, um, a couple of weeks back. To me, it makes no sense. He's got to go, um, and they need to get rid of him asap. And and the reason for that is, is you know, you look at who we're dropping points to. Uh, no disrespect to him, but um, you know, we're dropping points to Palace at home. We're dropping points to uh, Wolves at home um we're dropping points to Southampton at home you know we're scraping past Villa at home we're scraping past Burnley at home um this is bad signs and then away from home we're just getting wallets so now he's got to go if I was the board I'd get rid of him tonight
0: wow um I've well the bookies have said Allegri is the the man for the job
1: Uh, he's available Nah, I I don't think so. So I think what what, Ars- what Arsenal need to do is they need to look at what other clubs are doing. So the the biggest problem with the Arsenal, and it's been going on for far too long um, is that they keep trying to look uh, internationally rather than domestically. So what they need is they need a manager who's got proven domestic experience and they need to get players in who've got uh, domestic experience because the problem with us is that we've got um, a, a manager who, who doesn't understand um, the Premier League, doesn't understand English football and most of our squads, um, I, I think we've probably only got a couple of players who've played more than a, a, a 200 games in, in, in the top flight in the UK. So... The problem is, is that we just we're not we're not playing well in England at the moment. So they need to get someone in who's got the domestic experience. And if you look at Leicester and Rogers, it shows what someone who's got domestic experience can do He's hit the ground running straight away.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Leicester. <laughs> um,
1: who do you think then? Uh, oh, Pochettino. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be. And um, you know, so people have said Mikel Arteta, um, you know, he's, he's obviously been involved with Man City, uh, the backroom staff for a good couple of years now. I mean, he wouldn't be the, the most stupid option. Um, and then some people are talking about Eddie Howe. I think Eddie Howe is probably uh, a bit too much of a jump. Um, but you know, it's one of those where I think what the Arsenal board's got to do is come out and sell a vision to the fans um, because they've got to tell us what they want to do for the club for the next two to three years. So we've got some brilliant youngsters, and if they said, "Look, you know, we're going to try and bring through the kids over the next two to three years, we're going to sell a lot of the players who aren't really performing at the moment," then I think the fans would buy into that. Um, but what they've got to do is they've got to come out with a plan and execute it. And it's quite clear that Emery hasn't got a Scooby Doo what he's doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, who's available, mate? Um, you're gonna have to poach someone, I think. If you look, if you're yeah, looking for that exactly. experience,
1: Do you know what uh, <clears throat> the most the most sensible thing I've heard anyone say? Um, and you know, this goes a bit against what I was saying earlier, but I think the reason it would work is because of the style of football. Was that um, uh, there, when I was up in Anfield, one of the gentlemen was saying that, uh, which I went up with, was saying that we should try and poach. Uh, the guy who is the Borussia mussen Graschenbacks manager. Oh, okay. Because um, they sit in top of the pops uh, in, the, in the Bundesliga or, or they were anyway yeah. um so and he's like a Klopp disciple so he was under Klopp at mates <laughs> so that could potentially work um so but you're right we would have to really go out and um and, and poach him um but to me look i mean we could do a lot worse than pochaccino i mean people talking about rafa benitez i think the only problem with rafa benitez is that's not really a long-term option nah. is it um it's one of those where <laughs> you look at rafa and it, it would be a bit like what Chelsea used to do when they would get in like a good Hiddink or someone like that. So I'd be a bit more, I'd be reluctant to go down a, a Rafa Benitez route. But um, I mean, Pochettino wouldn't be the worst. I mean, Rafa's usually a Bob the Builder job, right? You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's like he's like what you call an upgrade on a Big Sam or, <laughs> or someone like that. <laughs> uh, would you? Uh, I mean, this is a bizarre one, but would you ever
0: consider? someone that plays long ball like a like a Tony Pulis or Rafa they're all available you know not Rafa sorry um uh, Allardyce Hughes, they're they're managers yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) the the problem is we haven't got the players for that and that's that's the biggest issue So, so fundamentally if you look at the Arsenal squad and this is like I said it comes back to what I was saying earlier the biggest issue is that um our squad is geared up to play quite technical football which doesn't seem to be working in the Premier League because the one thing I'll give Arsene Wenger a lot of credit for is at home we used to put away teams like Southampton we used to put away teams like Wolves um, Palace quite comfortably so we used to put like 2 3 nil past them the problem is now is that it's all broken down so we're not playing together properly as a unit the football looks uh, you know, very slow it's very side to side there's not much fluidity there um, so I think it's one of those where uh, yeah we need to kind of go back to basics mm. so uh, we mentioned Pochettino what what do
0: you think Spears are a good decision there
1: no I think that was an awful decision I think it was an absolutely stupid decision by the club um, and I think Tottenham have got delusions of grandeur right? Yeah. Um, so it's one of those where I think they have to take a, a step back and say well where were we before Pochettino took over Right, So before Pochettino took over, they, they weren't playing Champions League football, um, they were kind of nowhere. They'd just come off uh, AVB, uh, Andres Villas-Boas, um, and that had been a bit of a disaster. Um, and so you look at what Pocatino's done at the club. So fundamentally, he's brought through a lot of uh, good young players there. Um, obviously, the likes of your Winks, your Deli Alley, your Canes, um, you know, your Roses. I mean, Walker's obviously, they sold him for a good fee and he's, he's gone on. Um, and he's obviously been able to bring in really good players like Ericsson, um, Um, I think he brought in Vertonghen as well. Um, So he's done really well in terms of bringing in good players and he's definitely raised the bar at Tottenham. But if you look at the club, I think the fact that they've got no money to spend, they've just come into a brand new stadium, I can't see how that suits Jose Mourinho, who's got an awful track record with playing youngsters. Um, Yeah, I think it's a recipe for disaster. What was your thoughts, mate, when you heard Mourinho? I was so happy, and the reason why for Arsenal fans this is like a dream. It's like our two arch enemies have become one. Jose Mourinho and Tottenham in one form. So it's, uh, oh mate, the, the next North London derby at the Emirates will be something else. That will be something else. That will be uh, that will what you call that will be a cauldron of hate. It has it, it has it, that is one thing that's unified the Arsenal fan base, and that is the hater Tottenham which is probably at an all-time high now that he's the manager there I can't stand Tottenham I can't stand Mourinho I think Mourinho is a despicable human being Do you think um, do you think he would have been interested in the Arsenal job? No I I don't think he would have and I think the reason why is it would have just been hostile (laughs) Um, I think at Tottenham at Tottenham he might be able to get away with it with a couple of wins to bring the fans back on yeah. board but at Arsenal we would never have him You yeah, can't you know I think he just you know it wouldn't Wouldn't work uh, speaking of Spurs, mate you uh, you
0: went to uh, the stadium what yeah the new toilet yeah, w-
1: what's it called mate what's it it's not new White Hart Lane is it that- no, nah, they've called it Tottenham Stadium. So at the moment they're trying to find a stadium sponsor. <laughs> um, so obviously they need the then <laughs> they need the cash. Uh, they need the cash, and obviously you know what Levy's like. Uh, you know he's, he he likes to make as much money as he can. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, he's, they're looking for a sponsor. But look, I'll be honest with you. What an incredible stadium. So I went to watch the derby um, with the girls. It's probably the best stadium I've been to with along in in terms of stadiums which are still around that and anfield are probably the two best i've been so i think anfield's got the history the tradition yeah. obviously all of all of that um, you know anfield is probably it well not probably it is uh, in my opinion uh, the most special stadium in in the uk um, but then i'd say in terms of you know the new grounds i think the tottenham stadium is brilliant it's it's kind of a it's a bit like a a bit like the burner bow where it's like it's kind of built up from the ground and it and it comes around over the top. So the atmosphere in there is awesome. Um and you're really close to the pitch. Um so they've done a really good job on it.
0: Yeah, so you watch the derby there, mate. Um they won well the Arsenal Woman, they're obviously a lot more superior <laughs> than the rest of the teams in that league. But um they they beat Spears, what, two-nil?
1: It was two-nil, yeah. Yeah.
0: But I look, I just look at the attendance, mate, thirty-eight thousand.
1: Yeah, and, and do you know what it is? I think uh, women's football over here is 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 absolutely going bonkers in, in the UK at the moment and and there's a couple of reasons for that. I think um the engagement with the supporters has really increased. So what the clubs are doing now is they're pushing the women's game a lot more than it used to be. Um but secondly, it's the pricing. So for a family of four to go and watch the um the derby, it was 15 pounds. Um, oh, wow. so yeah, my um so I'm renting a season ticket at the moment and that season ticket works out to be about £40 a game so you can you just do the simple mathematics there you can take your family um uh, for £15 to watch the game or one person can go to watch Arsenal for £40 so it's I mean it's 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 it's, it's simple it, it, simple maths isn't it so uh the season ticket have you uh have you also adopted a new family <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I know I know I know Crazy, absolutely crazy.
0: <laughs> so, the uh, season ticket—is this the one that that Arsenal fan TV that idiot he threw his uh, season ticket away? Is that the one that you picked up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was I was lurking in the background waiting to swoop in, a bit like a seagull. No, no. So what it is is a, a, a mate of mine. He's. Um, He's just had enough, so I've I've rented his season ticket off him. So, um, yeah, yeah, no, it's a bit a bit disappointing. A lot of people are kind of a bit just just fed up at the Arsenal at the moment. So, um, it's yeah, it's a shame.
0: I mean, what can change, mate? I mean, obviously the manager has to go, but what will change, even if you do get a new manager? and do you mean like you could get Pep Guardiola in tomorrow and nothing will change yeah look no
1: no I think, uh, look, no, no it will, will, will the problem is Emery, Emery doesn't know his best 11 and he doesn't know the formation he wants to play so one week he's playing a 4-3-3 the next week he's playing a four-two-five-one, and then the next week he's playing five at the back and the problem is he just it gives no uh certainty to the players um a great example is young Joe Willock uh Joe Willock's been fantastic for us this season he had a uh, one average game where Emery uh, benched him at half-time and he's not really played in the league since. Um, Callum Chambers is another good example. He's been fantastic this season. You know, Emery took him off I'm pretty short half-time in the game against against Southampton. Uh, Again, you know why? Um, I just think he doesn't know what he's doing and that's the problem is he hasn't got a plan So he doesn't know What his best team is He doesn't know What the formation is He has no idea What style of football He wants to play So when he first started he's playing that Pressing high tempo uh, Football But that's totally gone now And all he's doing Is just sitting back And allowing teams To kind of attack us So Southampton Who are 17th or 18th In the league Has something like 21 or 22 shots At, Ars- at, Ar- at Arsenal Wow It's mental And that's at a, That's at an Arsenal home game So the, the, the guy's not got a clue What he's doing all right um so you reckon you get the sack then yeah I, well the problem is you look at our run of fixtures between now and and january and it's it's just frightening it's absolutely frightening so um you know there is no possibility whatsoever that he will stay in the job with the fixtures which we've got so uh you know and, and, and I, I don't want him I, you know I'm not the sort of guy who say you know I don't like seeing managers sack you know I think emery has you know given it 100% but it's um yeah, it's it's just not. When you look at our our run of games, it's just not possible. So we're going to Norwich, um, Norwich on Sunday um, up in Carrow Road. I don't. I wouldn't back us in for three points there. They've turned over City the season. Um, then after that, we've got Brighton at home, who we drew to last season. Um and then we've got to go to West Ham away and you know, you never we got turned over at West Ham away last year. Um after that we've got City at home. I can't see us getting three points against City at home. We've then got to go to Goodison, um Bour- Bour- Bournemouth on Everton. boxing days. Yeah. Bournemouth on, on Boxing Days not too bad, but then we've got obviously Chelsea at home, and then we've got United at home, and then after that we're going to Sellers Park, and then you know we've got um, Stamford Bridge uh, going to the bridge as well. So with that run of games, I just can't see us getting points.
0: I um, the reason why I picked out Everton there, mate, was um, well my mate Silva <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: struggling. <laughs> Yeah, he is as al- as always, he, he always struggles. Yeah. He should sure got sacked last season, but he's uh, he's like a chame- he's a chameleon, though, isn't he? Because where's he been? He's been everywhere. He's been from Hull, Hull City to uh, Watford, and from Watford up to uh, to Everson Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, he's, he- joke, joke of a manager. Um, that game's what just before Christmas. I doubt both of these managers will be still there. No,
1: no. I- I'm going as well. I'll be at Goodison. Um, so yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah, that'll be an interesting one because hopefully by the time, by the time, by the time, we, by the time we get up there, there's one or two things. You're either going to have two very unhappy sets of fans or two happy sets of fans because obviously the Everton fans want him out and the Arsenal fans uh, want Emery out. So it'll be very interesting to, to see what's happening. You
0: know what, mate? At the start of the season, I had my eye on Graham Potter getting sacked first, so I was gutted when Pochettino was the first one to go. From the Premier League,
1: yeah, yeah, that was that, that was a bit out, that was a bit out of left field. Um, but I think the Tottenham board have, uh, have obviously set their sights on, on on higher things, and they think they should be pushing in the top four. And they looked at Pochettino's last thirty games and just obviously thought, right, it's not going to happen. So yeah, no, it was a was a surprise seeing Pochettino gone. Um, yeah, I, I mean, people over here are talking. Obviously, there is Silver, Emery, and Pellegrino. Uh, I, I, I can't see, I can't see. Um, yeah Pellegrini going anywhere um, Go back to that uh, women's game mate um, was was this two
0: was the two sets of fans were they segregated or was it all just one
1: it was it, it was but it's okay. a different do you know what I was so I was so sceptical because um, it was one of those where it's like obviously uh, Arsenal-Tottenham is a very bitter rivalry and you know usually there's a lot of um, yeah there's a lot of host. it's a lot very hostile atmosphere both inside and around the ground um, and it's, we, it was no, we'd no issues. Um, so you had Arsenal fans who were kind of sitting in the home end um, because it's a different crowd. I mean, the best thing I can equate it to is it's like a rugby crowd. Yeah. Because um, obviously it's lots of families, um, you know. It's, you don't really get the... Like, you don't get those sort of... Uh, like the lads who are just on the piss sort of thing at the women's football. Um, you don't really get that kind of crowd. Um, so, yeah, from that point of view, it's amazing um, in the sense that obviously I've never really seen that in England where obviously you can I mean mostly it was like there wasn't a way end for the Arsenal fans, but there were also loads of Arsenal fans dotted around the home end as well in their colours. Um so yeah it was just like it was like a it was like a rugby game, do you know what I mean it was fantastic. Uh, speaking of the
0: rugby mate, uh commiserations for the final <laughs>
1: Oh, I don't think I don't think there's any commiserations needed. If I'm honest with you, South <laughs> Africa played England off the park, so I think they um, they deserve all the credit that, uh, which, uh, which 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 should come their way. So I think that no, um, fair play to them. Sorry, mate, I needed to mention that. <laughs> no, 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 that's all right. I can't, not, I can't say much, mate. I can't or say or much. Um, you're not going to be the first or the last. Nah, but um, oh, also,
0: mate, commiserations of the cricket yesterday.
1: I oh, know, yeah, 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 that's just, well, I think the Kiwis won't revenge after the World Cup, <laughs> didn't they? <So. laughs> finally, mate, finally.
0: Um, so you went behind enemy lines at Tottenham's new stadium. And uh, yep. for the international break, I was scrolling through my Instagram and I saw your story and I thought, Hamden Park? <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah 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 so there's a story there's a story to this so I, was <laughs> Go for I was going for work uh, on, on a project and um one of the guys on my project is an American um, guy he's comes from Atlanta Georgia um, and he's a massive football fan um, and um, it was the first he'd been to England once before but he's only there for three days um, and so he was in Scotland for two weeks of work and he really wanted to watch football um, but unfortunately for him there was like no domestic football on there's only like I think Scott Scottish fourth division or something <laughs> like that um, so he was dying to watch football so what it was was Scotland were playing in Kazakhstan at um, Hampton Park and um, he's like I, I really want to go he's like I really want to go I really want to go I really want to go um, and um, you know he was like uh, you know we have to go to this game and he's like you know it's, it'll probably be like a sellout everyone will be buzzing I was like mate it will be like me me, you and like two other people there um, but uh No, so uh, we got the tickets, um, we went there and it is the coldest game of football I think I've been to. It was negative four degrees in the ground, absolutely (laughs) freezing. Um, And then Kazakhstan went 1-0 up in the first half and I thought, right, we could be in trouble here. Um, And then um, obviously, yeah, Scotland came back and I think it was 3-1 in the end. Uh, John McGinn, super John McGinn, did what John McGinn does.
0: Mate, first of all... Your your friend wanted to watch football, and then you take him to <laughs> Scotland's uh, national uh, men's team, who are, are dreadful. You, you're best going down to Glasgow Warriors, mate. You probably watch more football there. I
1: know. Uh, yeah, 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 you're not. <laughs> you're not wrong at all. You're then, not then, wrong at all. I seen I seen um, the highlights, mate.
0: With the oh, like looking at your story, it just the national anthem looks so bloody
1: flat. And I know that. Um, Mate, it was the atmosphere there, it was shocking. Do you know what, Scotland Scotland fans are an embarrassment and the reason why they're an embarrassment is Scotland for ages have been given it large for as long as I can remember. But I can't ever remember an England game where there's literally like 20,000 people in the ground. No, I can't remember any England game where we've had like 20,000 people in the ground and it was just dead. It was absolutely dead. Um, yeah nah, they, they, I'm sorry but you know they they can't call themselves a big football nation they're a joke mate, mate they're a
0: joke I, I, looking at your story and then watching like the highlights like they just look so it looks I, I, only if you look depressing and look like Scotland they did look like Scotland um, if you can a football game could reflect the country that was it because they look like they're just being well King Edward's army's already conquered them. Jimmy, <laughs> you know mean? they just—it just—it just looked like they've already been invaded.
1: Uh, yeah, but, and I, yeah. I think the problem with, with Scotland is—I mean, they—they've lost their footballing identity. Yeah. I mean, the problem is is that the the league is in shatters in tatters. Um, obviously, the you know the you know it's just you know the SPL, um, and then obviously. Um, with the national team, they're struggling to... I mean, they have got some good players, but trying to get them all fit and, and playing for the team is is, is not happening. Um, have, they, have they really, mate? Because, like, whereas, like
0: this, this... Honestly, this team... Well, the team that you saw, uh, McGinn's probably only the biggest
1: name, but, like, he's only... He's, he plays for Villa. <laughs> no, I McTominy mean, was, wasn't there. McTominy, Tierney... McTominay and Tierney were both out, um, which is probably their two biggest players, isn't it? Wow, Robertson's probably the biggest player. Oh, Robertson as well. So Robertson was out too. Sorry, yeah. But I mean, like, oh, honestly, mate, this Scotland's been bad for a good twenty odd years, decade at least. Yeah, yeah. A good decade at um, least. Yeah, honestly, no. honestly,
0: mate, none of them, none of the players are getting to our team. Probably Robertson, but the rest of them, nah. <laughs>
1: Um Fair enough.
0: Honestly, mate, um, it looks it looked depressing. You, oh, I just look at the fix, um the stats now, nineteen thousand people were there in attendance, which is yeah, because Hampton Park's quite yeah, it is because Hampton Park's what fifty odd.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's an incredible ground. It's a proper old school ground, Hampton Park. Yeah. It's not obviously a lot. A lot of the old school grounds are sort of going out of fashion. Whereas I love the old school grounds. It's got. Massive concourses um, and it's just yeah proper old school. You can see all the pictures um, in the concourse of you know back in the seventies, eighties, and, and 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 whatnot. Um, obviously, when when Scotland were semi decent, um, yeah, yeah, massive ground. It's about fifty odd thousand. I think.
0: Um, sticking with Scotland, um, well, despite finishing in th- finishing in third uh, place, very far from second place, Russia and then first place Belgium. They've found themselves in the playoffs for next year's Euros. I I don't know how this works, but they've somehow, uh, based on how mediocre they are in their pot, they've found, themselves, they've found themselves in the playoff spot. They're two games, well, effectively four games. Is it four games? No, three games away from uh, qualifying. They've, they've got to play, I think it's Israel, isn't it? First.
1: It's a joke. It's a, it's actually this whole new, new Euro format is a joke, mate.
0: <laughs> I was I want I want to know your opinion, mate, um, of the playoffs.
1: I I, don't, I mean, look, because this is that this Euro twenty twenty is the um, the first Euros where it's been expanded, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's just to me, I I don't I don't get it. I don't understand what they're trying to do there. Um, I mean. You've got, what, 24 teams of which, no disrespect, the only reason why they're doing it is so they can make more money. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I, don't think it, I don't think it's really about, uh, you know, trying to improve the quality of football. Um, and then the fact that it's spread across all the different host cities, there's no thought about the fans. UEFA oh. are a disgrace. It's a bit like what they did to Arsenal when they sent us out to Baku for the bloody... Um, the, the final of the Europa League. Do you know what I mean? It's a, yeah. they are a disgrace. Um, and this whole this new format to me just it's 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 a disaster.
0: I'll get back to Baku in a minute, mate. But um, okay, so there's playoffs, right? You've got four different uh, pots or paths to the finals. Uh, path A, you've got Iceland, Bulgaria, Hungary, and Romania. Now, interesting thing about that one is Hungary and Romania both host countries, so one of them is going to miss out on the party. Um, Out of that path, mate, who do you think will go through?
1: Um, I think Iceland are definitely a shout aren't they? Because they're not bad on their day. Um, So I think I'd I'd probably bank back in Iceland for the path A, Path B will probably be Republic of Ireland when Do you reckon? Get, you've got Bosnia? You yeah, you've got Bosnia, Slovakia, Republic of Ireland, Northern Ireland. I'd say Republic of Ireland will get through there. Um, path C is obviously Scotland, Norway, Serbia, Israel. I'd say it'll be Serbia who would get through if they've got, you know, their 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 players playing for them, that right. is. And then path D... Toss a coin there. Georgia, North Macedonia, Kosovo, <laughs> Belarus. I mean, that is just.
0: It's, it's woeful that one of them countries will qualify for being in part D. I mean,
1: you know what I mean? Come <clears> on. <throat> yeah. I mean, that is, to me, it's just. You may as well rebrand it. It's not even the Euros, they call it the Europa League. It's like. You know, it is, stomach, isn't it? Because
0: just- it, that's um, that's Platini's, uh Michel Platini's parting gift, was not it? Oh, let's just spread it around the rest of Europe, and I'll uh, I'll get caught and then uh, get dumped out of my job. Uh, should be put in prison with Blatter, but um, it's a stupid thing, right? And with the finals themselves, like if you're an England fan, it's pretty good for you guys because it suits you if you get all the way to the final. Um, because you probably play, like, what, one or two games away from home, and the rest of it's all in Wembley, um, providing you get all the way to the final. But the way they've done it is it, they... they Well, even the draw itself, mate, if you remember how the draw was made itself, they favoured the host countries, because um, I'm not sure if you remember this, but the group of deaf Den- oh, not Denmark, um, Germany, Holland, right, were originally drawn against Republic of Ireland, but Ireland is already a host country, right? So then, what happened mm-hmm. was they pulled out Northern Ireland, <laughs> and then they got yeah, given ju- the draw.
1: Yeah, but you know what the thing about it, which is quite annoying, is it doesn't have that Euros feel to it, nah? Because because it's all like uh, in different countries, um, whereas it, it'll just feel like a like internationals. Do you know what I mean? Like it'll be like another international round. That's what it'll feel like because it's not all in the one host country. I mean, um, honestly, mate. If a World Cup like Qatar, whatever,
0: even look back four years ago, well, not four years ago, but two years ago, uh, no, one year ago, sorry, mate, uh, Russia. Now, if that didn't go ahead, England was ready. Now, if Qatar doesn't go ahead, England's still ready. (laughs) Why why don't they just give the Euros to England? They've got the stadiums. They've got the uh infrastructure they've got the transport just give it to them
1: i think to be honest with you that for a long time fifa and you uh, uefa have had a massive chip on their shoulder and the reason why they have had a chip on their shoulder is um obviously because of the history of the fact that you know the english invented the game so they think that the english have a bit of an arrogance there um, and then secondly because of how big the premier league is when you think of a product the premier league is almost like its its own entity in the sense that you know you've got like La Liga, Serie A, Bundesliga, and whatnot, which kind of sits off to the side. But when people think about football globally, you'd almost argue and say that the Premier League is just as big, if not bigger, than the Champions League. Um, it's it's become such a massive beast. Um, so I think to be to be honest with you, I, I don't know if it's a fear factor or an inferiority complex, but yeah, they don't seem to to like to like what English football has become or, or represents
0: yeah mate um i mean we'll talk about this again but what's your let's just talk about it now like as in your right now this present time on form where do you think england will go in the euros
1: i mean really it all depends on the draw so if you look at england's group um obviously it looks like things will go their way because obviously all the top People who've topped the group are in their own group. So Germany's in their own group. Spain's in their own group. Um, Netherlands are in their own group. um, Belgium, Italy. The thing is this, right? I mean, I just want to debunk the England myth. The problem with England is that a lot of the people who big up England, these are the sort of fans who follow like League One championship teams. These are not fans who follow, you know, Premier League clubs. The problem is England aren't actually that good. So let's let's get that on the table, right? So England are really not that good. We're what I will call, an, uh, yeah, absolutely. We're an emerging football nation. Yeah, we're in. A, we've got we've got an emerging team, right? So the problem is, look at the Nations League. We still got done by the Netherlands um, in 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 obviously at, at the final. Um, so look, we we're, we're not we're not we're we're not um, we're not as good as people are bigging us up to be. We've got potential we've definitely got potential but I mean the defence is still very shaky Um, going forward yeah they'll score goals but I think England where where I'd probably place them in the Euros would maybe be around the semi-final quarter-final
0: Uh, mate it hurts me to say this but I think they'll win it do you think so? yeah I think the way it works out mate like you you play maybe one game away from home like might be the quarter-final and the rest of it it's all Wembley, so um, uh, it's I, I suited for England I, to win.
1: I, I can't see us getting past the Netherlands or France. Oh, honestly, mate, it,
0: it, well, we, it's so hard to determine what the draw is going to look like because I don't think FIFA, sorry, FIFA, UEFA don't even know what the, <laughs> how's it going to work. It looks like right now, because some of the groups have already filled out already, but there's England, right? It looks like you'll get the playoff winners.
1: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a fish out.
0: Um, so they, you probably get like Kosovo again. <laughs> Maybe Scotland. Imagine that at Wembley. Because um, there's, a, there's a group of deaf here, mate. So Group A, not Group A, sorry, Group B, it contains Belgium,
1: Russia, yeah, and Denmark.
0: I know. And that group there. Um, so. The, the thing I've got a problem with the draw is, it's sort of like, for like Wales qualified. We sort of know which group we're going to be put into. It's like either A or B, and it takes away the like the um, sort of the mystery or excitement of the draw because, like, I mentioned this last on the last pod. Like when we drew England, I was so happy because that was the one mm. we wanted to play. Um, I know, I know, we lost on the day, but. It was, was, yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? Knowing, you know, you can think, oh, you know, I want England or I want to avoid Germany or whatever. Um, So Group B there, um, that's one of the groups that we could be put into. Um, For me as a fan, uh, St. Petersburg and Copenhagen, I mean, it could be worse. Um, Group A is the other group that we could be put into with Italy. Now, Azerbaijan haven't qualified, so... Um, they haven't put a preference there for that second team so <sighs> problem is though the game will still be played at Baku so there's Rome and Baku so one game in Rome two potential games away in Baku <laughs> I
1: th- I, you know for the Welsh for the Welsh fans sake for the Welsh fans sake I hope you don't have to go to Baku because it's such an expensive place yeah, to go to
0: yeah well it's, apparently it's expensive to get to
1: but there itself the city itself is quite cheap and um, yeah, well I know I know people who went, so I know a lot of people who went to Baku. to Baku and I can tell you so from the UK return is an easy probably off peak. You're looking at maybe five hundred pounds, six hundred pounds, which is a lot of money.
0: The trick to that well, to the tournament would be not to fly directly. You're just gonna have to you know I I know people that are planning to, you know, to buy like a like a minivan or a camper van, you know, and drive around Europe. I mean, I'm not going to drive around the Caucasus.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think if you're if you're if, if you were a Welsh fan, yeah, from a pure logistics point of view, you'd want to end up in Group B because um, I mean, belt. Oh, I mean, Brussels away would be if it was in Brussels or or wherever it is. That'd be a brilliant away day.
0: Just refresh my um, thesackrace.com <laughs> page, which is it's quite a grim page. But um, the the new favourite is Nuno from Wolves, three to one. Um, Arteta's three to one. Uh, Allegri six to one. Pochettino six to one. Lundberg's ten to one, mate. That's not a bad shout.
1: Yeah, no. Look, I think Lundberg is in my like I said. It has he has to get Lundberg in um, as the interim manager. Um, to me, that makes so much sense. I can see Arsenal going for um, maybe a Pochettino or, or like a Nuno, um, but I don't think that will be until closer to the January transfer window because um, I think what they'll do is they'll bring in Lundberg. Um, they'll make an assessment in terms of where the team's at. Is there a bounce back? Is it one of those where Lundberg comes in? Maybe a bit like uh, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer at Man United last year. Um, remember when he came in and they went on that little bit of a run. Um um, would you be open to um, having um, Patrick Vieira back? Look, you know, I love Patrick Vieira. Um, he's an Arsenal legend. Um, but it's one of those where he's not really had a lot to do with the club over the last, um, gosh, maybe 10, 15 years, really, since he left. So um, I think it's just whether he wants to commit to Arsenal over the long term. So, yeah, would love to see Vieira back at the club. He's a legend. The fans still love him. But... Um, I think, yeah, he'd really have to commit to the Arsenal and I'm not sure if he he would be interested in doing that, to be honest with you, because he seemed to be more interested in the City group, um, obviously, with his Man City manager and then out in New New York City, I think it was.
0: Well, all good, mate. Um, Before you head off, uh, (laughs) we'll uh, step aside, away from football. Um, I just want to
1: know, mate, um, what's it like being back in the UK? Mate, it's amazing being back in the UK. It's a bit different, obviously, obviously, just with the, the cold weather and everything like that. Um, but from the lifestyle point of view, loving going to the football, um, enjoying getting down the old local pub. Um, but yeah, do do miss old sunny Perth, you know, Southern Hemisphere lifestyle, nice and la- you know laid back and whatnot. But yeah, it's all right being in the UK, especially with Christmas at the moment. It's all starting to kick off, getting really festive over here. So no, I, I'm doing all right out here. I'm doing all right. <laughs> have, you, uh,
0: um, have you got like a, you know, some emergency cash there just in case you want to fly back to perth before it kicks off yeah you know what <laughs> what do you think is going to happen mate and um, by the way are you registered to vote uh, i'm not
1: registered to vote but yeah i know the whole brexit thing is are you are you not going to vote or um no i'm not going to vote in this one you in face
0: <laughs> yeah
1: who do you vote for by the way um we're labor we're labor traditionally labor background obviously. Okay. oh yeah of course jeremy corbyn right yeah isn't yeah oh jeremy corbyn um yeah no so the family's got you know working class background and whatnot so yeah la- definitely labor voters but yeah i'll be taking a back seat on this one it seems like it's a bit of a football don't yeah. quite know where this one's going to land in the box
0: <laughs> that's mad um i'm, I'm disappointed i've not seen uh Jeremy Corbyn's name here on the, the next odds. <laughs> Check, him Check him in. Check uh what's he croft in there as well? Assistant manager.
1: Oh dear. Dear, oh dear.
0: Well, um What's your plans now, mate, before the before Christmas and the the busy season? Are you gonna watch a lot of uh
1: lot of games now? The festive season? Yeah, you know, look, I'm looking forward to it. Um it's gonna be really good. So Uh, Going up to... I've got tickets to all the home games up until Christmas. Oh, nice. Um, Going up to Everton as well um, for an away day, which will be lovely as well. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Be good.
0: Bloody hell. You're a stag do, yeah? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, not quite quite for Everton. Not quite for (laughs) Everton. But, um, yeah, no, it's going to be a laugh. And then, obviously, going across to Europe... um, um, in the yeah, our Boxing Day I think we're flying out so that'll be a really good laugh so good crack as well um, over there in new year too so um, Munich um, Austria and then finishing up in Prague so it's going to be a right laugh
0: oh, Mate don't watch them don't watch them after Christmas mate they'll just ruin it for you
1: <laughs> Yeah look mate it's one of those of the Arsenal look I don't want to don't want to jinx it too much you know we might bounce back um, in the new year but at the moment it's just not not great at all mate not great at all um, so yeah, you've just got to keep the faith, but uh, um I'm just asking for a friend here. Yeah. Um where would you be based then in England next year? Um I haven't really thought that far ahead, but um maybe I'm still in Birmingham, I'd say, still in Birmingham. Yeah. So that'd be the plan, that'd be the plan, but I haven't like I said I'm not too sure oh, yet. Really,
0: how far away from
1: Birmingham in the airport do you live then? <laughs> Probably about half an hour drive, I'd say, half an hour drive. Or you can get 15... On the train, you can get from Birmingham Airport into... Six, oh, okay. oh, fifteen okay.
0: minutes. That, that could work out well for my friend. <laughs>
1: oh dear, dear, oh, dear, dear.
0: Just in case, mate, my, my friend's are on the brink uh, of, uh, of the collapse of his relationship when he decides to go <laughs> to Euros next year. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, and there's YouTube U2 football team that haven't really found out yet that he's going, so... <laughs> Speaking of the peaky blinders mate, um is it true that everyone in Birmingham now is wearing the their hat the flat cap ta- you know the flat cap hats is it yeah, true there's I'll been just...
1: a, there's been a massive resurgence in the old flat caps, so um you'll oh, see, okay. you'll see a lot of the geezers walking around town wearing the flat caps, but I'd still say it's probably only about one in a hundred wearing the flat caps, but um yeah, there's still in the, yeah, still still quite popular actually in Birmingham have you,
0: have you gone down the small heath yet
1: I have actually yeah I, I'm literally like a 20 minute walk from small oh, heath. really. Yeah, so I went and did a bit of shopping over there on um, on Sunday. Did my some groceries, literally past Saint Andrew's Stadium. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of a laugh going over Small Leaf. Um <laughs> Yeah, where the smog, where the smog, oh, yeah. is, where the smog is, and all that. It's um, yeah, no, it's been good going over there, just checking it out. It's um, interesting oh, yeah. part of the world. You, you tempted to to. Adopt a second team over there. Do you know what? Um, there's a lot of rivalry up here between Villa and Birmingham, so I think I'll will stay clear of it. I might have to choose yeah. like Walsall or someone like that. <laughs> um, you know, um, or maybe go like I don't know, um, Kidderminster <laughs> um, Harriers. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I'd have to stay clear of the uh, City Blues because that's just a mad derby, massive derby. Yeah. Huge rivalry as well. Yeah, huge rivalry. Yeah, I know. I know. The Aston Villa fans have just been giving it large for way too long, man. Like, it's embarrassing. They're an embarrassment, Aston Villa. Um, they think they're a big club in, in, in England, but, you know, really, they ain't done a lot. So, um, yeah, their fans are proper mouthy, man. Proper mouthy.
0: Well, hopefully by then, mate, you have a new manager and you'll be playing a, a better style of football. All good, mate. A pleasure to have you on. Sorry for uh, dragging you out of bed but um, nice to talk to you again yeah
1: mate you take care all the best to all the viewers who are watching Um, enjoy the festive season and yeah talk soon
0: thank you for uh, listening to another episode of the Exeter Trials Football Podcast Uh, we'll be back soon have a good one good night kaki Dano.